Hello everybody, I hope you're all doing well. Welcome back to another episode of Blockchain and Beyond. As always, I'm your host Farazan. So today is the first episode of the year 2023 and this will probably be uploaded on the 1st of January at some point. And this is a bit different to what I had planned to do. But today I want to just do like a recap of my experience of hosting this podcast of the crypto industry as a whole. And you know what I'm kind of looking forward to going going forwards. So I guess we can sort of start with the state of the crypto space. So I guess the, the biggest thing is has been the bear market this year. And you know, in, in the years leading up to now, there has been a massive bull run. Prices have gone crazy for all assets. And I think now is again a time for us you know for the ecosystem as a whole to filter out projects and understand which projects actually have weight going forwards we also saw the explosion of a lot of trading firms or cryptocurrency platforms you know we had a lot to do with free arrows capital we had a lot to do with luna and terra I think that was perhaps probably the most prolific thing earlier in the year. And now it's probably more about FTX. And this has all come as a result of one, the bear market and two, leverage trading. So a lot of these firms, you know, and obviously this is not financial advice. I'm not, you know, a trader or or anything. But by using leverage, you expose yourself a lot more to price movements. And I guess that's the whole point behind it. But without proper risk management, you, you put yourself at the risk of being liquidated, which is what, you know, partially what we saw with uh, FreeAC and what we're currently seeing with FTX and Alameda Research, where they had all of these funds, which they were leverage trading on. There were even attempts to manipulate the market uh, in, in subtle ways. But due to leverage, that's where it collapsed because they, you know, they lost a lot of value. They could not find more collateral to to put up because the lenders during this market don't want to be lending to to anyone because they're unsure of the the future of the market. Will the market continue to go down? Will it go up? They they have very little confidence in the market. So they're not going to be there to help prop up all of these these other companies. Um, the, the other big thing was, yeah, obviously, um, Terra and Luna. So obviously Luna had their stablecoin, UST, and there was a massive vicious cycle of people trying to cash out and UST being depegged. And this was all down to like absurd interest payments that, you know, they, they were promising, you know, UST was promising 20% returns on a stable coin, which is highly unrealistic. And, you know, once the events kind of unfolded, we able to identify that a lot of the money was them using other customers' deposits as a means to, to pay people this 20% interest. And I think it was because of that, once people caught a whiff of what was going on and people started to withdraw their money, all of a sudden, the, the Luna Foundation, you know, didn't have any value to they didn't have any money to to pay back people so 
they effectively had a crypto version of a bank run, which is quite crazy to think of. But at the same time, you know, it was a risk highlighted or a risk identified by some people. It is part of the algorithm of the stablecoin, how the stablecoin worked. It was meant to be a self-balancing system, but without the natural demand for it. And, you know, I think this the stablecoin system could have really worked. Um, as we have seen with other, you know, stablecoins like DAI, which is a collateral backed stablecoin. The same could have been done with UST, but it failed because the Luna Foundation were offering 20% interest on stablecoins, which is completely absurd and random, in my opinion. But but that's enough about that one. Um, you know, we, we've seen the, the collapse of a lot of other things. I think Celsius was the other big one. This was a, you know, custodial platform. So they have your keys and they pay you interest on all of your crypto, whether that's Bitcoin, Ethereum, uh, any stable coins, you know, all, all sorts. They, they kind of give you give you interest um, towards it. And I think a lot of people got burnt here as well, because as the markets decided to, you know, turn down or, or head downwards, Celsius would actually lend out these coins to other platforms and other traders who were then impacted by the, the market downturn because they were leveraged trading. And then all of a sudden, these traders cannot pay Celsius back. And when they can't pay Celsius back, Celsius can't pay their customers or their creditors back. So what that means is Celsius just basically shut down their operations for a while and a lot of people lost their money. A lot of people lost access to their money, which, again, isn't, you know, exactly a positive thing. A lot of people lost a lot of money. A lot of people had a lot of faith in these traditional systems, which, you know, showed to be unreliable. And, you know, there's other other companies which have suffered similar fates. You know, I think BlockFi was one of them. Um, some I believe Voyager and even you know places like uh, I want to say it's Gemini or Kraken. Uh, I think it's Gemini. One of those those places had you know uh, a a lot of issues with with their funding and paying back their customers. So you know there's there's quite a lot going on in 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 the industry right now. I think the, the other big one that we saw was obviously FTX, the collapse of FTX. FTX was perhaps one of the second biggest cryptocurrency exchange behind places like Binance. They had a lot of volume, um, you know, I think in fees they were doing, you know, I want to say around 10 million. I did some napkin math quite a while ago, uh, so I'm not sure, you know, how, how relevant it still was, you know, at the time of the collapse of FTX, where they had a really good cash flowing business but due to leverage trading and the misuse of customer funds not only did they collapse but a lot of people lost their money there's you know estimates upwards of of seven billion which is which is quite a lot to think about um yeah so you know that's that's the other big one and then i think a lot of people have definitely lost trust in you know what i want to call like tradfi so traditional finance institutes where your assets are custodied by them and not by yourself and you know i think there are perhaps some positives that we can take away from all of this the, the biggest one being is you know from my perspective at least is like don't leverage trade 
especially if you don't know what you're doing or you don't have proper risk controls. I'm not a trader. I don't, you know, leverage trade. I don't really believe in it. So, you know, that's, that's not something that I do. But, you know, a lot of people in, in this space are, you know, uh, privy to it. So, of course, we need to, you know, keep that in mind. And the other thing is to do with, with self-custody, you know. Some of my friends lost money in FTX, you know, people I know in real life, people I talk to every day. And it hurts, you know. It's it's sad that, you know, they've, they've put money and trust in these platforms and they've lost it. Um, But I guess this is where the push for self-custody actually comes in. You know, I've been self-custodying for a very long time probably you know quite early on in my in my crypto career you know i saw it as the best way forward and and the best way for, for me to to keep going so i you know invested in a hardware wallet you know i've got my backups um and and, and the rest of it and you know because of that i've not had any issues you know trying to access my funds um or losing access to them so you know it's a necessary precaution and i hope that you know one thing people can take away from from the events of this year are you know if you self-custody your assets are much safer and yes there is some more friction if you want to sell them or if you want to you know exchange them for something else but i think that's a price that you should be willing to pay because you know as an individual you're a lot more conscious about sitting down and actually sending these transactions you have to think about what you're doing and you can't just press a few buttons and it's done. So it makes you think about what you're doing and it's also just a lot safer, right? So now I'm going to jump to the topic of this podcast. So this has been the first full year of me doing my podcast, Blockchain and Beyond. And I have thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, You know, the, the biggest thing that I'm proud of is the consistency that I've been able to maintain with this. I've missed very few episodes this year. Um, I have a schedule in my mind of uploading once a week at the very least, and I've stuck to that for the most part. There was a few weeks at the end of or middle of, you know, November and a little bit early December when I stopped uploading for a few weeks. That was because I was out on holiday with my family. I wanted to, you know, at the time, I didn't have the capacity to actually pre-record any episodes and, you know, I just wanted some time uh, to to spend with family. You know, we went abroad, we saw family we haven't seen in, you know, five, six years. So, you know, the, the podcast was probably a lot lower on my priority list. One thing that I really do appreciate about this podcast is, is the people I get to speak to. And if anyone I've ever spoke to on my podcast is actually listening to this you you've probably heard this before but you know I truly appreciate the time that people take out to sit down and speak with me because these people are busy and I value everyone's time everyone is busy everyone has a million and one things going on in their lives but the fact that these people choose to sit down with me you know they reply to my twitter dms they reply to my emails they schedule some time they sit down they talk about what they're building you know, I get to know them, you know, a bit more as a person. I get to see their passion uh, through through, through the way they talk. It's it's honestly, like, really amazing for me. And, and I really value that, like, connection that, that you make with people. Um, so that's probably the biggest thing that I really enjoy with this podcast. And the second biggest thing is probably going to be more to do with the, the range of topics that I get to cover, right? Um you know, I generally talk a lot about Algorand, which is a cryptocurrency which I'm, you know, very much uh, a, a big fan of. 
but then it's also you know how it pushes technology so you know falcon keys you know before if i wasn't doing this podcast i would probably have never come across and researched falcon keys as i have done right um you know or how pure proof of stake works or how verifiable random functions work none of this stuff would have occurred to me as things that i need to you know look into or understand about you know blockchain um or the different functionalities about blockchains or how nodes work you know do we need node incentives what are the impacts of having node incentives and not having node incentives um you know that's that's probably the the, the other biggest biggest takeaways um and overall, it's just, you know, an, a super enjoyable experience for me. I get to sit down, I get to talk. It has, you know, improved me in, I want to say, my professional life. And even, like, talking to people, It you know, it, having a podcast gives you something to talk about. It helps you push yourself as someone who knows something about this area, um, especially an area that I'm trying to break into. And, you know, I've been working with a few projects on different things, Um some smaller projects, some bigger projects. So hopefully, you know, that will come into fruition in 2023. Um, and, you know, this podcast has been a way for me to leverage my knowledge uh, going forwards effectively. I guess the next thing I want to talk about is what's next for this podcast. Um, I'm not quitting, that's that's for sure. Um, but I've been thinking about this a lot, you know, what do I want to do with this podcast going forwards. Um what are my goals? What are my ambitions for it? You know, for the next few episodes, one will be about proof of reserves. One will be about how I would go about learning about blockchain again. You know, and I want to hopefully approach from a slightly technical viewpoint, but also a non-technical viewpoint, because I would consider myself a technical person, but I don't really have the, the the willpower or the ability to do a lot of like you know deep coding or writing smart contracts and um, it's something that you know I would like to do more of in the, in the future perhaps if I can find the, the, the discipline within myself to sit down and do it but the big thing that I want to do is speak to more people you know there are so many projects in the crypto space uh, there are so many projects there's so many people who are building cool things that are pushing the limits of what are possible. There's a lot of projects that I'm super interested in. So obviously, um, you know, my my big interest projects are BTC, uh, CRO, um, Algorand, obviously, uh, PYR is, is the other one, which is Vulcan Forged, um, which is and the Elysium blockchain, which is coming in 2023. Um, and I'm missing one thing else, XRP, I'm quite interested in. So, you know, there's a lot of people that I want to, to speak to in in these these areas who can hopefully offer, you know, some, some really deep insight. Um, and a lot of these people have a lot of experience, they have a lot of knowledge, and I want to hopefully, you know, try, speak to them, learn from them, and then also, you know, teach you guys and bring you guys on for the ride because you know that's that's always been been the aim is to teach people about blockchain to understand the technology and perhaps move away from what the media may pro- portray um in the day to day and yeah i guess the other thing that i really want to improve on for this podcast is the video aspect of it whether that's sharing my screen whether that's overlays whether that's thumbnails um whether that's with how my guests are presented you know, currently, if you're watching this on YouTube, I'm you will see a new sort of overlay. 
it's not much it's something i'm working on and you know hopefully some of i can develop a bit more um and and the same goes you know for when i have guests on to you know make them feel welcome increase the production quality of of this podcast whether that means you know getting a green screen whether that means you know getting a better camera you know i i recently bought a camera i just need to you know figure out how to actually properly apply it to you know my my pc and and make the the video quality good because you know i i do have some issues with it but you know that's something that i will sort out right now i'm playing around with using my phone as a webcam uh you know phone web uh, phone cameras are usually really high quality anyway so you know they can replace a, a a traditional webcam if you're not using a professional camera um so you know overall the, i want the production quality of this to go up whether that's the audio as well you know i do have a good mic i think i need to spend some time figuring out you know how i can make my audio perhaps a lot smoother reduce some of the background noises whether that means getting a pop filter and and so be it but that's something that i want to look at doing more of and yeah there's not a whole lot more that i want to actually talk about um i just think now is probably a good time to do my thank yous thank yous to everyone who's listened to this podcast you know it it means the world to me when i started this just over a year ago i was like i was super scared i was like is anyone gonna actually listen to this um you know does anyone care about this and you know it it comes down to you know just putting yourself out there and telling people what you do and eventually people will come people will listen people will stay for your content they'll stay for your personality sorry that was just the doorbell um <laughs> yeah so you know when i started it i wasn't sure if anyone was going to listen and now looking at you know what stats that i can gather my first episode is probably my most listened to episode which is crazy to think about because that was probably the one i was least confident about uh that i didn't have the you know the most experience with i had not speak to any guests i was using a little random mic there was very little post editing going on even now there's very little post editing going on but you know it was probably one of my most raw episodes um and the fact that it's my most listened to one is is, is still kind of crazy to me and you know i've had some in in the middle which have you know gained traction which you know i really appreciate so you know if if anyone is still at this point listening or you know if you ever listen to any of my podcasts like just a massive thank you because you know that's that's what it's been about from the start is teaching people helping people understand um about blockchain and the impact that it can have on our future and yeah and you know i i honestly think that's that's probably it at this point so just for a little wrap up you know it's it's been an awesome year um we've done 50 plus podcasts like 54 this might be like 55 and potentially uh you know a 56 one coming today as well or rather tomorrow which is going to be the 1st of january um yeah and you know i've really enjoyed it i spoke to amazing people i've learned so much it's pushed my knowledge more than i would have imagined it's opened doors in my professional life that i would not have imagined either um yeah and you know i i want to go into 2023 you know with the mindset of making this podcast bigger and better and reaching out to more people putting more time into it because it is it is a craft and you know you need to put time and you need to nourish it and you need to cherish it to actually you know get it to to where you want it to be um so yeah until next time i guess that's it thank you and goodbye